it's your girl Tandy and you tune into another episode of Connective Podcast. If this is your first time here, oh, thank you for coming through. We love this. And if you are joining us again, thank you so much for returning. If you didn't know, we are a bi-weekly show discussing topics related to Asian entertainment and culture through the lens of international fans. Uh, if you are a returning listener, again, thank you for sticking with us. I know it's been a little you know, iffy over the past couple of months, but we're back at it and we'll give you even more so you can proceed to get what you need. Also, before we get into the episode, please consider supporting us by checking out our social medias, following us on YouTube at K-O-N-N-E-C-T-D-E-N-T, put it.com and you will find all of the links, including how you can support us by donating to our coffee fund. <laughs> um, we have Kofi and Patreon, but any type of support helps us a great deal, even if it's just a listen. So with that being said, let's get connected. This is episode three of season two. I said it, season two. We are still on season two because technically we had so much to record uh, in 2021 that we didn't get a chance to. And uh, we're sorry, but also we're back better than ever. Also, it's video. Can you see me? I'm live. Well, I'm recorded. <laughs> um, also, I am joined by my two co-hosts this week. And I think this is this is Nikki's debut. There's it, Marie and there's Nikki. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is Nikki's debut. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> basically, you know, we wanted to do more, I guess, interaction with everyone by having the recorded podcast, seeing our facial expressions, seeing, um, you know, how we discuss our topics together. So I thought this would be a good way to judge up what, what we had before because uh yes. um it was a uh, it was it was not lacking we just need to come back better than ever right mm-hmm. yeah so right. i apologize for my before antics when she was talking i didn't realize as we were on camera again so you know what you saw was <laughs> what you saw was what you get yeah uh, if you are listening are. to us on our normal podcast channels i am sorry for the foolery you are not witnessing but sometimes <laughs> it's just nice to listen um, so if anything um, comes up, I might describe it and because if you can't see it, then they'll be like, why is there a moment of silence? <laughs> Look at her being rude. Look at her being everybody listener. She's being rude. <laughs> <laughs> OK, but this episode is called Forcing Your Relationship with K-Pop. Um, we could take that so many different ways. But if we do as many ways as we thought of, we would be here all night. Um, mm-hmm. Ladies, yes. I, let's start yes. with Nikki. You know, Nikki, <laughs> this is your debut on our YouTube channel. <sighs> Nikki, yeah. what did you think when I asked you to do a podcast on this? What, what first came to mind? First came to mind was I felt kind of, I put myself in the space if I had never listened to K-pop before and what that would mean if something was being forced upon me. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I went with it. And then I was like, well, I kind of fell into K-pop accidentally. Yeah. But I never oh, got, mm-hmm. I never got that. I was being forced into it 
kind of feeling. Of I always, yeah. I always mm-hmm. kind of enjoyed it and took it at leisure until I didn't. <laughs> and you know, here then, we are. We here we are. It. So yeah, that's kind of where I went with it. Like, oh wow, this this is now my almost fifth year living with k-pop so hey i like that we're living with k-pop okay they're yeah. our new roommate it's my roommate Marie, Takes um, up a lot what of about you what, what do you what do you fill in about this so when i thought about it i had to actually take a deep look at what my relationship status was with k-pop right now mm, which i'm in a very interesting place because of that what it, it is it's complicated <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I had to start seeing it as, you know, when you consume something so much because of the state we're in. So we have a very yeah. specific Different? reason right. for listening yeah. to the music sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like it's like when there's gamers, people play games and they love, love, love to play video games. And then they start mm-hmm. to do it for a job and then they stop loving it because they're having to work to do it. And then right. no longer has that same yeah. spark and that same joy. Yeah. So I had to say, is that what's happening with me? And Partially, yes. That's it is a factor in what I mean, we're gonna get it into it. We're yeah. gonna get into it. Um I guess the reason why I wanted to do this topic is because I have had a moment where I was done not just with like K pop, but just Asian entertainment in general. But that was back in twenty sixteen. Um and now it's kind of different because my relationship, not just because of connected in our business, mm-hmm. but in general, like the way I consumed it is at a higher level than what I did before. And mm-hmm. so I guess like the higher you are, the harder you crash. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'm not crashing, but I do, I do, I would say like it's some fatigue now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, I like that. Um, burnout. Fatigue. It's but a K-pop burnout. Yeah, that's true. It's a burnout. Yeah. It's a burnout because we are, we are pumped with stuff these days. Yes. Yeah. Basically, um, The other reason why I came up with this subject is I noticed like a lot of YouTube channels and social medias um, having someone explain why they quit K-pop. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I was like, am I quitting? No. But like, what is that feeling of the in-between? And is it forcing it, you know? Mm -hmm. So... One thing before we get into the main discussion, I want to put a disclaimer and also kind of talk about the format of the podcast. We've added a new component where you can call in or you can leave a comment on one of our social medias. We're going to ask you to give your two cents on how you feel about a certain subject that we're covering. So this week, of course, uh, we're doing forcing your relationship. So maybe like two, one to two weeks before we actually do the recording, we will send an announcement for everyone to uh, give us their two cents or on our community discord. You can also put your two cents in there and we will sprinkle it throughout the conversation. But if it doesn't naturally flow into what we're talking about, I will do the rest of them at the end of our main discussion and just kind of, uh, figure out what points we didn't discuss through that and also get your, I guess, connection stronger Ooh. with us. You know, like Ooh. we need to to enhance our connection because we've been, we've been lost a little bit, but we're back. Also, sometimes we may cover a subject that might be triggering because um, we're honest, real, and sometimes we get wild. So it's a fair warning wow. in general uh, from us adults to you. that we do say certain things it could be curse words it could be um something that doesn't bother us in the sense of 
an age thing or a mm-hmm. race thing. Um, but if it gets really deep into that, we'll definitely put a, a disclaimer in the description mm-hmm. um, and also probably post on social media that so this is about to get crazy. So uh, anything else? Did I forget anything else uh, before we get into our main discussion? No, I think that that was no? it. Okay. Okay. Let's go. All right, everybody buckle up. Thank you. Seatbelt <laughs> <laughs> on. Right, thank you. Um, I think that at some point we all force ourselves to continue to do something, even though we don't feel the the passion, urge or the desire to do it anymore. And it could be with anything, any hobby, anything you really love. Uh, being involved with K-pop seems like a relationship, um, mm-hmm. at least for avid K-pop listeners, like a romantic relationship. We all start with an ideal image of how we think something will go. But then it turns into looking for a moment that may never happen, which can suck the love out of what we do because mm-hmm. we realize at some point the fantasy is better than the reality. Um, yeah. Before we dive into the discussion, what I really want everyone to think about while they're answering these questions is forcing a relationship with any hobby, not just K-pop. We're using K-pop as a catalyst to talk about it, but um, there's lots of things that can relate to forcing their relationship to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like Marie cited, playing games can turn into that. Maybe even reading books can turn mm-hmm. into that. An actual so, relationship can be forced. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, an actual yeah. relationship. So mm-hmm. I just want you guys to kind of bring that out as well. Mm-hmm. And there's so many reasons that we could fall out of that relationship and never mm-hmm. recover. Mm-hmm. I guess the first thing I want to go over is what can cause someone not to like K-pop anymore? Phantoms. Like, what are your your top? Like, give me three. Give me three. Don't 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 take up all the space. But <laughs> give me three things that you can think of. Uh, let's start. Marie, three things you can think of that forces someone to continue to, you know, compete, stay in. That makes them not want to be in the relationship? Yeah. Fandoms. Not wa- they're forcing the relationship. I'll go ahead and say it again. Uh, number two, fandoms. Number three, fandoms. Um, okay. Um, so <laughs> fandoms. Wow. Fandoms. Uh, that is I mean, a that's multi- a real one. Two, it's a three. real one. That yeah, is a real one, one that, that mm-hmm. it's a whole yeah. conversation in itself that drives a lot yeah. of people away from K-pop. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Nikki, she gave us a uh, three. Yes. But what are your three? <laughs> um, I'm also going to say fandom. Oh. Uh, but I'm also going to throw in there oversaturation. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. I will say unoriginality, if that's even a Ooh. word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because okay. I feel that, especially right now, in this fourth gen that we're living through, you is that have, what we're in now? I guess, four, is it five? I gen, five. Gen, gen, gen four point six, five? Or whatever. Point, okay, all right. Yeah, um, <laughs> you have both oversaturation. You have a new K-pop group coming out every Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then you have producers doing the same old thing. So mm. we neither have nothing new nor original. Ooh. But they, they're pretending that this is. So Ooh. it's kind of like, why are you throwing all these ugly clothes on me? I don't want it. Oh. I'm not saying that she's wrong. 
but I'm or not, not saying, saying that she's right. I'm just, I'm going to say she saying said some things. She's giving some facts. <laughs> <laughs> she's giving us some tea. I spilled a little tea there, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm burnt. Oh, girl. <laughs> but um, I agree with those. But I, I think there's one more that people don't really talk about because those are very prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's scandals. It's mm-hmm. oh it, yeah. It is, it is around the discrepancy of their lives. Things happen blown out of proportion or never mm-hmm. happen, but um, or, or even like criminal charges. Let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that can force you to be like, huh, do I like this anymore? Like, why would this person do that? Yeah. And then also um, within scandals is just things that. Idols may do that may go against a personal moral value mm-hmm. or a cultural value, and, mm-hmm. and it forces you not want to participate anymore. Yeah. Um, I guess let's start with oh, the elephant. Wait. There's one more we forgot. What? Disbandment. <gasps> oh, that that is a big yeah. one. When groups disband. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Where okay. are we going? Notes. I need to take notes. Oh no. I mean, <laughs> let's talk about it because, like, oh multis. At least if you are a multi stand, like multiple groups, you might yeah. have a fallback on where you can go to. That's true. But if you're a right. solo stand of a group and that is your Ooh, only group, solo stand, then where do you go? Not today? like military. Sorry, season. newest. Ooh, oh, military. Oh my god. Yeah. Military. Even one team. One team. Um, even though they're a smaller group, I was really sad that they disbanded. I mean, you okay. have you have big groups like Newest disbanding. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have conspiracy theories for that. But Same. We're not going that's to a, go that's a whole nother podcast. We'll talk about that podcast. one later. <laughs> um, okay, so we said fandoms uh, three times, four times. Fandoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fandoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna throw in one more thing: consumerism, because mm-hmm. when yeah. you get overloaded with buying so much stuff. It, it also puts a dampening on the relationship because you're like, why it's, do I do I does it hold the same value? I I would throw in it's more of a capitalist versus creative mm-hmm. thing where where you have to make money, but you also have to be an art. Like, where does that and where does the artist begin and where there's the the product, the profit eh, begin? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, okay, so I have uh, fandoms times three <laughs> times four. Consumerism slashes capitalist creativity, mm-hmm. disbandment, controversies, oversaturation, uh, oversaturation. Yes, and unoriginality, unoriginality. unoriginal, <laughs> unoriginality. Yeah, unoriginal. Why does that sound like? It, wrong. it sounds it, you yeah. know what but it's it also sounds it's right it's right so it's right now that's what it is other origin and uh saturation okay uh what's the easiest to tackle fandom is that easy yeah, that's the easiest feel, to start with i feel like it's easy because it's in your face all the time that's true that's true okay mm-hmm. so let's let's do fandom ladies talk 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 to me. Talk We're all multis, it. by the way. So yeah, um, yes. if this is your fir- first podcast, make no mistake. We we like too many groups. <laughs> yeah. So yes. we have, I a, have a shelf back here. I have a closet that, full of so. things and I need yeah. a shelf for my closet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I want to start with is what is the top three things about fandoms that make someone 
feel like they're forcing their relationship? What are the things that people be like, fandoms made me feel this way about K-pop? Well, since, you know, it was my biggest issue. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and start with this. You begin. Um, (laughs) It is that you aren't enough of a fan. And Mm -hmm. I don't think there's ever a way to define being a good fan. You can consume their music. You could support them. To me, that is being a good fan. Right. But to some people, you need to go to all their concerts. You need to buy Mm -hmm. all their albums. You need to be streaming. You need to be staying up all night uh, voting for them for the award shows. You need to be doing Mm -hmm. this and this and this. And it's like some people can do that. Mm -hmm. But one, some people don't got the money to do all of this. Some people don't have the time to do all of this. And it's a lot of pressure to be a specific type of fan that people expect for you to be when you're just trying to enjoy the music and the content and the group. So that pressure of having to live up to these expectations that certain people set makes people just not want to be in the fandom. Because honestly, it's hard. Like who who wants to stay up and watch these award shows, which I've been there, I've done it. But who's going to stay up until six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning watching these award shows that aren't even in English? You're just watching to pay attention to what's going on. And you're supporting them and you're on Twitter, you're on social media and doing all this. And it's great. But to be doing this all the time, that is horrible for your health. It's Mm -hmm. exhausting. You're up all night. You're not sleeping. And then the streaming of the music. You have to be streaming the music consistently. And it's like, Girl, oh, well, there's a certain way you talk have to about stream it. Streaming. I have thoughts, individual <laughs> thoughts on streaming that are very unpopular. But mm-hmm, <laughs> yes. she's right. But there are just all these expectations that I feel like people set. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't do that, you are in the whole area of being an anti. Mm-hmm. You are going to be canceled. If, especially yeah. if you have a big platform and you're not following their curriculum of what they expect a big or a good band to be nice word. then you are going to get dropped and that's that's, that's stressful nice that's very stressful <laughs> it is curriculum. curriculum i feel no i feel like that explains exactly what it is there there is once you enter a fandom it's like entering a, a classroom mm. you know you have or all these different cult is also accurate <laughs> <laughs> You have all these people that fit these different roles. You have the class Mm -hmm. president who tells you, you need to be streaming at 8 a.m., 2 p.m., but don't start the video at the beginning of the video. You have to start it at 30 seconds in. I'm like, this is too much. Who Um, who got this? (laughs) You have to skip the song. You have to have a song in between because you can't play it in repeat or else it doesn't count. I'm serious. You cannot play consecutively. You have to have a playlist where it's every other song. comments on YouTube. This is how you stream. If you're a new stray, this is how it is. This is how you stream. When I first first saw that, I was like, wait, there's a thing on how to stream. I thought just playing this. And then you have to to watch it a certain amount of times. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch it Mm -hmm. all the time. Like I said, I have some very, I'm going to just say it. I think streaming is stupid. (laughs) Here's why. I am a music lover in general. Mm-hmm. If I want to play a song a billion times because I want to, I will do that. Um, there is a, a Got7 song called No One Else. That was my most listened to song 
of 2021 or 2020. Um, and that's because I wanted to stream it. Like, I wanted to listen to it. Are they mm. going to make money off of that song? I don't know. Um, I just like it. <laughs> you know, it wasn't their title track. I mean, so I don't know what the parameters of that is. But, you know, if you like something, yeah, continue to listen to it. Like, play it over and over. Mm. Dissect the video. Have fun with it. But I think streaming has become a chore. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. not fair. Also, um. It's also stupid because <laughs> other songs before streaming was like really prevalent or at least from what I know it is to be like, I feel like YouTube music videos were a little bit more organic with how many people actually view it as unique right. views. Mm-hmm. So songs like Gangnam Style, which when I back when that came out, I played blew that up. a lot, not that knowing about up. streaming stuff. But that blew up organically. People weren't like, let's have streaming parties. They were no. just like, hey, this song is so good. And they keep playing it. They learn to dance mm-hmm. moves. Like that is something I feel like is missing sometimes nothing is organic anymore yeah yeah but you know what's interesting to me because this is now my job like marketing is my job yes there is unique it there are unique views so yeah youtube tracks just normal views and unique views Mm -hmm. for individual people who have watched it on different devices so i'm like why don't we just look at the unique views and then the total view yeah then the total views because then i'm like streaming mm-hmm. somebody can just be playing it consistently all day yeah mm-hmm. but if you're watching it uniquely for the first time then i feel like that should count towards you that's, that's more, a whole nother tandem more yes. accurate um yes. oh continue oh. no i know i just wanted to say more about fandoms because mm-hmm. I, I agree with everything that marie said but i think another thing that turns people off is how aggressive people are and yes. um I learned this the hard, not the hard way, but I was just very shocked when I learned it. I've been in many fandoms outside of K-pop, Harry Potter, Twilight, Vampire Diaries, all the things, Supernatural. Yes. yes. Most scariest fandom, I would say, is Supernatural. But- um, Okay, you can tell me the tea about that later. I came into <laughs> super, Supernatural a little late. You gotta tell me about it. Yeah, they, they are a very passionate fandom. They fought- because to keep their show on air and it worked. Oh, it did but, work. Yeah. <laughs> for 15 damn seasons. But um the thing that I was very shocked about learning when I about how aggressive K-pop fans were was the word doxing. I had never heard of that before yeah. in my life, maybe because I was old. But I was like, what is this doxing? And then I found out what it was, and I was like, this is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, for and, uh, the people, um, including me. Yes. <laughs> oh, it, what is you, doxing in what regards is. to K-pop? So, so doxing, as I know it, yes. is when people. So say I can do it an example. Say you said something bad about the Bang Tan Boys, mm. and people did not like what you said. Maybe mm-hmm. you said Nam June's hair was terrible. They I'm took offense to that. they took offense to that and they decided now you say this on like twitter instagram Mm -hmm. or something where your name is not really out there it's more anonymity so anonymous yeah you're more anonymous on those platforms okay so but these fans were so upset at what you said 
they decided to find out your real name, your address, your phone number, and proceed to threaten you to put all all that government information out for the world to see. Mm -hmm. People would get actual physical threats because this they said something This reminds me of a, a bang tan situation. Bang tan. <laughs> this, this has happened multiple times. Remember what? the girl who um, wanted to take her girlfriend, I think, to a concert mm-hmm. and propose to her or something like that. And like, it ended up having got, a real negative and yeah. she got doxxed, I, I believe, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is very similar to if the only thing I can think close to is gaming in the gaming community when they mm-hmm. snipe people. And when they find people <gasps> online, oh, they're watching and they their, get their information. And they, they're watching their stream, and they call yeah. the police and say, <gasps> "There is something happening here. You need to come." And they'll come with snipers. It's had deadly situations from this, um, See, so yeah, it's a that, very similar type of experience. I was very scared from when I started learning these things of how aggressive they are, and then also how insensitive fan mm-hmm. certain fans in fandoms can be i'm not saying the whole fandom because mm-hmm. that's, that's not fair to, mm-hmm. it's not fair mm-hmm. there are the select few that partake in this kind of negative mm-hmm. you know activity or they're so here's here's the thing that makes me truly upset with fandom i know i'm jumping all over the place but blind love Yes. It's mm, when mm-hmm. fans have this blind love for an artist. And if you say you say, like you said, you liked God Seven's No One Else. What if you didn't like that song and you publicly said that? They're like, well, you can't say that because you, you're not a fan then if you right. dislike something. Mm-hmm. And that is really something that turns me off. And I know personally that I have friends who say they won't listen to a group because of the fandom. And Which is crazy because they're missing mm-hmm. out on, on so good much work. greatness. Yep. Yeah. Because their fans are crazy. And I think as the years progress, fans have gotten a little bit more crazy. Like crazy mm-hmm. things have happened. You can look mm-hmm. on uh, different various sites and find articles about Das or Sasanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is in a more, I guess, Korean fan sense. Um, but the, I guess we're in a new age where the Western fans have their own type of sassings. Uh, sassings. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you can't even sassings again. That's another situation we have to discuss. Talk about that's later. a whole um, other podcast. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about fandoms, which is the biggest one here, and mm-hmm. there's so many other sides to fandoms, mm-hmm. um, not just the sh- streaming, but also like uh, buying things. Uh, mm-hmm. which leads into consumerism and that being annoying. But I wanted to throw that in there for fandoms. Everyone cannot afford everything. Correct. It is not fair to get upset or tell someone they're not a fan because they don't own a piece of something that their mm-hmm. fandom has created or, or now someone got created. one of those old Yungi sweatshirts that they got off of Amazon. Y'all know which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. That's all I gotta say. Or or the mark donut. or the mark sweat yeah the donut yes. sweatshirt. No, but just because you don't own something that is uh, a clear representation of the group. So it could be a light stick, it could be an album, could be a fan made thing. We all don't have the monies, okay? Mm-hmm. YouTube right. is free. Therefore, listening yep. to the music is right. free. Yes. Looking Listen at pictures on, on the internet is mm-hmm. free, you know? So 
Um, I really hate when I've seen, and it's with, I, I don't want to say it's with particular fandoms, but there's certain fandoms I've seen it the most with. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it gets me turned off from even wanting to mm-hmm. interact with those types of fans. I want to mm-hmm. get to know all sorts of K-pop fans, but it is hard to relate when you put down others because they don't live up to your standard. Everyone doesn't have the same standard and everyone doesn't have the same wallet. It goes for someone who is our age and it goes for someone who's much younger. If you're 16 and falling in love with K-pop, you may not have a job. You may not have family that understands or supports why you like this music. So you don't own things. It's the same thing of being an adult and being in your thirties. And you're like, I got bills, I got got this, but I want this album. I want this album, but I'll put it in the back. It's going to be in my Amazon cart (laughs) for whatever day I get to it. Rent or K-pop? Yeah, rent or... mm, mm. That's a hard decision (laughs) to though. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) But seriously, people need to realize that we all celebrate the fandom in different ways, and there's no right way of doing it, regardless of people having fan mm-hmm. clubs or the the group has a fan club. That that costs money too. Mm-hmm. It is expensive to be a K-pop fan. Yes, but it's also free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and can I throw one more in yeah. there? Yeah. Ageism in the fandoms. <gasps> The amount of times oh, no, that's a whole you nother get podcast, told. Maria. I that's, don't know that who to open. That, that is a whole other podcast. But the amount of times that the people who are older listening to music and they just get bombarded with, why do you like them? You're a pedophile. File. You're this. You're that. It's like, I'm going to just let y'all youngins know you have to grow up one day and you're going to turn <laughs> our age. And then I want to come back and be like, hey, remember when you told me I was too old? Or well, you're my age now. So stop <laughs> listening to K-pop. What is wrong with you? Like, right. Come on now, y'all sounds y'all sound. There's dumb. no dumb. age limit on music, and that's there's no that age there's, limit to hobbies. <laughs> no, but no, but I think that's the problem here with K-pop is that people forget that it's music. It's yeah. not. It's not all this other stuff because all this other stuff. If you take all that away, there's still going to be music. Mm-hmm. You don't have. There's no age requirement to listen mm-hmm. to music mm-hmm. or so to stop attacking like, people. K-pop is a product sometimes. It can be a product, but for everything and anything that's a hobby or things we fall in love with, including people, it's expensive, (laughs) but it always starts off as free. Okay? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So here's the consumerism angle that I just want to kind of branch on to that. Um, Again, like for me, what turns me off from certain groups or just consuming a certain group sometimes and I feel like I'm forcing myself to listen is because they release so much stuff and I'm not just talking about like their uh, main album like their studio album I'm talking about these mini albums these single albums and the single album is the one song with the instrumental and a remix (laughs) but you get a photo book and six cards and a random tattoo if you're lucky yes for $50 Or it would be a sense of um, the fandom putting it back at the fandom thing, pushing you to buy these things to make sure that their, you know, their faves stay on top, that your faves stay on top because numbers matter everywhere for these groups. Mm -hmm. Um, But it also is like very tiring to spend money on one song on a $50 album. I'm going to go ahead and say this before y'all come for me because y'all might come for me. They're going to come for you. Come for her. I'm an an army. (laughs) 
I got I got Bung Tan tattooed on my arm. Mm-hmm. I'm Namjoon behind her. And Namjoon back there. Nam there on the she got it's a whole set. I got multiple. <laughs> but I'm going to say this because even BTS said this. Mm. They did Dynamite and they ran that song into the ground. We had a Christmas version. We had an R&B version. We had I a had no idea they had a Christmas that version R&B. until she told they me. Had, the Butter was, had like six different ones. They, cool, cool they like. run, they <laughs> run like. so many different versions of the same song that it gets tiring. And yeah. they had said it in an interview that they're like, we just want to do the song once and then kind of continue on. And they have so many different iterations of the song where I'm like, mm-hmm. I love you guys. I liked the song when it first came out, but then I'm hearing it on every radio station. I'm mm-hmm. hearing it whenever I go into a store. I'm hearing it's it everywhere. And I'm we didn't hear it in variations. And oh I'm just God. like, <laughs> I'm just like, I heard it so many times. I'm like, okay, y'all have literally burned out the song. It's like when you listen to the radio mm-hmm. and they're playing yeah. the same 10 songs all the time. I'm like, I've mm-hmm. overheard this all the time and I'm, yes. kind of, I'm over this. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm going to need that to stop. Well, my whole thing was, why did, using BTS as an example, because they've done it more recently, but other groups have done it as well. Oh, Mm -hmm. other groups do all the time. Why do we need an album and then we need a vinyl version and then we need a, a tape? Like, I'm pretty sure that the people... In Hold on, let me get my the, pager. Yes. It's, oh, Butter's on it. the companies. I mean, the companies I remember are trying to tapes. figure out. <laughs> me too. I remember tapes. Most of these people who listen to BTS... The Janet Jackson tape. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the, the people who listen to BTS companies. now don't know those things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's Actually, the companies. You know what, they try to figure cool. out all the ways. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I want a tape. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a vinyl, so I can't say anything. Oh, okay. So, well, no, EXO did it too. EXO mm-hmm. did yeah. the tape. I'm like, um, who, who's who got a boombox? Who got a boombox? Boom box? I'm going to check. Anywho. <laughs> Consumerism. Consumerism. We don't need all the things. We yeah, just need one. I, I, for as much as I don't appreciate how many songs are on Blackpink's albums, I do like their strategy of when they come out. They promote a lot this section, and then the next YG artist gets their little section. Like yeah. the way he spreads out giving us stuff, it's like, mm, I want more. Well, yeah, but that's nice. Whereas, it's not even wanting more anymore. He hides these girls and gives us one every, I mean, they, every they, generation. The, the company, because he's Sorry, not they. involved. He, but <laughs> if you look at it on the flip side, we're only in March, and mm-hmm. 14 SM artists have already come out with things. That's true. So it's like, do we have that mystery like we get with YG where we're like, we're starving for content? Or just Western artists too. Cause, um, yeah, Adele, she comes out with an album every breakup. Girl, so I'm it's still like, waiting for a Kendrick Lamar album. He ain't released one. Wait, whatever wait, happened wait. to, what's his name? Frank Ocean, you know? like we'll He's like, I'm a producer now. I, I'm a I'm a feature artist now, you know. I know Andre 3000 ain't coming out with anything, but I'm still waiting. Yeah, still, I'm still waiting. <laughs> but no, I I think I miss that mystery of like what, what's their next project going to sound like, and mm-hmm. um, you know, give me time to indulge myself in their current album. Do I like receiving multiple albums a year? Yeah, sometimes, but I think the mini album. Or the single album needs to go away and be just a digital release. 
Um, mm-hmm. If they want to sell photo books, um, I know like Jin Young did a, a photo book. And just a photo um, book. Just yeah, a photo just book. A photo and I'm book. like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that because if I really want it, I'll get that. But I don't want to open an album and only have one song and I pay $50 for it. It mm-hmm. makes you not want to invest. Like, I love Kian yeah. from Monsex. He is my bias. And I, lo- <laughs> and I loved his his release but it was three songs i'm not going to pay 25.99 plus shipping Girl, i was fully expecting one song <laughs> fully expecting i was shocked said, at three i was shocked at three it said a single album i was like dang he gonna have a remix and a instrumental <laughs> see but i think i got was seven. expecting ballads they put out <laughs> albums got seven puts out <gasps> albums true. as individuals or if they're not putting out an album all their songs are going digital online yeah. So yeah. we still get their content without us having to buy it until they have a full album to give us. Strange Kids is another JB, good uh, example. Uh, well, no. What? Here's my problem with Stray Kids. Uh oh. Yes, they are putting out more. They've kind of gotten away from the mini album concept. Mm-hmm. However, there are 20 million versions when that comes out. Why do we need. <laughs> A photo the repackage book version, a limited of the repackage. Because right. no, not JYP even would like the money. That's why. <laughs> right. I don't need... And mm-hmm. here's another thing that kind of consumerism. We're rolling back. When I first started got into K-pop, I liked the photo book idea. Yeah. I thought it was cute. I was like, oh, I'm getting It reminded me things. of like the, early, the late uh, 2000, I mean, early 2000s, late 90s, where like right. Brandy had her full moon where it had the lyrics, but it was also right. a photo you album. Had, mm-hmm. You had yeah. all the things. Now we're reverting to this jewel case life. Now you can have a photo book version of the album and a jewel case album, which is to us who were born before 1990, Regular CDs. So, <laughs> regular CD cases. Regular CDs. Um, who's the last? I think Big Bang is... Big Bang and 21 are the only two uh, jewel case albums that I have. I have mm-hmm. Super Unless M. it is a, like a, yeah, a I, K-hip hop or R&B artist, um, like Ju Young. Um, mm-hmm. His album came in a jewel case. Yeah. So, like, artists like that... It's like, on trend now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so cool. Stop. Yeah. Um, we we just want. I just want it to be a consolidated effort. I will spend money on versions if I want to. Uh, like I said earlier, the repackage thing is what bothers me a lot more mm-hmm. than it is like the jewel case in a separate like album version mm-hmm. with the because it's the same songs plus two. Um, <laughs> yeah. EXO does this a lot. I mean, I, I listen to all, all their songs, but yeah. it doesn't, it, that's not the point, Tandy. The point is, <laughs> I don't like when there's just plus two. Just put it on the album or save those two for the next mini album. And mini albums should have a minimum of five, five songs. It should, yeah. it should be, a, if it's a single, it should be three, not included instrumental or remix. If it's a mini, it should be five. And if it's studio, it should be at least eight. Black I Pink. Think. I'm gonna say ten. More than eight. eight. Yeah, we can do ten. Let's do ten. Okay, so <clears throat> this one is near and dear to us because technically it happened, but it didn't happen, and that's disbandment. I'm <laughs> going to start with this because my experience with a group uh, separating 
was very detrimental to me. And the second time it happening, um, it wasn't as bad because it's a different situation. Take let's let's take you back when you know Big Bang one by one they're starting to go into the military and there was a scandal with Twenty One and you know YG was like at, at, up there and the Big Three was just doing his thing. Twenty One has a song called Goodbye. I think I still haven't yeah. listened to that song because oh, I was song. very upset it was very like because I wasn't listening to like uh news and stuff reading news and stuff I didn't know I'm just enjoying these girls I love seeing them on like reality shows or anything I can get my hands on and then they were like yeah it's gone it's over um because of this scandal and you know Blackpink was coming up and I was like that's the new 21 I'm like no they're two different groups I was so angry i mean i'm sure cl was angry too because she explained she found out about the group breaking up on the news like on they didn't have the courtesy to tell her that it was no longer a thing which doubles down my hurt and hate for the company because that is terrible for your artists one of your top performing artists at the time Finding out that their company no longer supports them, not immediately through the company, but through social media or TV. Um, And then here, me, I'm starting to get in. Well, I was in K-pop, but I was starting to understand fandoms and like favorites and stuff like that, biases and stuff. And then the, the one girl group that I cherish the most is gone. I was upset. That was also during the year that I gave up all Asian entertainment, all 2016 um, into 2017 in some extent. It was just too much going on for me because I was like, why? Why is this happening? Like, I never knew I could love a group so much like this. I mean, I did know because B2K. <laughs> yes. Um, but they're different situation. Yeah. However, this was just, it hurt. It, it hurt me because I don't think I loved a girl group that much until them. And it's not like their songs were the most amazing things, but it was just them as people. I enjoyed them. And now I don't get to enjoy them together anymore. And it took them a long time to do content together or even take pictures together. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like I'm sure they were all hurt in many different ways. Um mm-hmm. Now let's jump to today, today's things and got seven. Um, I've had other groups break up or like do weird things. If you're a Vix fan, Ravi is technically still the group, but he's not with uh, the company anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with Jellyfish anymore because he has his own thing, but he will promote with Vix. Um, So I'm like, oh, okay, they're starting to do weird combination of stuff. But when got seven said, we yeah, uh, we leaving. We, all of us is like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, bam, knocking on his door. Bam. You going to tell him what's up? What's up? I, what I cried. I'm not yes. going to sit here and put up a front. I bawled. I have, there's a whole I, leather somewhere that I wrote to God 7 because I was, oh, I I was heartbroken. That's true. Yeah. <sighs> I didn't feel as hurt because I knew that we would see them in so many different capacities. Um, Did I, would I, if they didn't say when they did, 
that they were still a group, but they're promoting mm-hmm. separately for a while. I you think I would have cried a little bit later if that never yeah. became a thing. I was, I was, I was holding my heart. I was like, hold yeah. on, Sandy. They love each other. I don't know if I can believe that this is it. See, so I'm going to go ahead and say when I cried, it wasn't because of them leaving JYP. I was so happy for them leaving JYP. (laughs) I was ecstatic. So I supported them 100%. Mm -hmm. And I cried prior to them saying that they were still staying GOT7. I cried when they said they left JYP and there was no news after that. And so I'm like, cool. So they disbanded. Yeah. And they were, it they was were my dead first space group. for a while. Yeah. yeah. They were my I first w- group. They're the reason I got in the K pop. Like that broke my heart. I cried because I, I felt uncertain with them. I felt like this was this, this kind of, you know, okay, they're all separate. How's this going to work? I just, I couldn't see the vision yet. Mm. So that kind of made me nervous mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. God seven was not my first group, but they were a lot of firsts for me. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, I like I'm scared. Same. I don't want to let this go. <laughs> yeah. Like I will follow all, all of them on seven different paths, but, but I would like to walk one path. <laughs> <laughs> one path would be great. <laughs> yeah. Can you just like consolidate please? Um, yeah. No, I, I I think I got my heartbreak uh, out with 21. That that really stung a lot. So I think... Well, good for you. No, this it's my not first heartbreak. because I still well, haven't no, heard the see, last song. I don't think I've... I, I don't think I've had a, a actual heartbreak yet. I think I will have a heartbreak when EXO disbands. Oh, girl. I'll be with you on that. I feel <laughs> like, like it's coming, though. You're going to need to put me on a 72-hour watch. Right. <laughs> No, but I'm with the you. The good on thing that. about us is we're multi, so at least it's like there are other groups we can somehow fall back to. Yes, but yeah. but it's, it's still not it's the still easiest stinks. thing to say to do. I didn't it's, want to listen yeah. to K-pop anymore after that for a minute. I was like, I'm cool off of listening to anything that's, yeah. that's K-pop. I switched yeah. my because the attachment my, that my comes with it. You're like, I don't want to right. feel this more. Ever again. Like it's 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 still so hard. I I can't really listen to God Seven's last album. Girl, I listen to them ease. all the time. I'm having a hard time listening to other people because I'm like, hey, when y'all coming back? <laughs> what makes me mad though is I called it the moment they announced the name of their album. I said they're gonna disband. Yeah, or they're gonna something is gonna happen le- with this. Yeah. yeah, and then we saw them in concert. And they were giving their speeches. No, okay. And, and we're crying because yeah, I was they're like, they're crying. They're going and they're crying. And we're like, something is wrong. Yeah. Something is not right with what's when happening. When Jin Young cries, there's a problem. There's a problem. He was the first one knew. to talk at the LA show. I mean, and me and Marie were bawling. Oh, God. I mean, like, he, it just, I was like, I never heard this man like, Per, like uh, unintentionally have that cry voice when you're talking, and then like adjust mm-hmm. yourself a little bit and continue. Mark was like, Mark the boy was can gone. barely Mark speak. Was... <laughs> and they were talking. Remember those pictures? And they were talking about like you know if we go on different paths or things change. So I'm just like something is wrong. <laughs> Everyone needed therapy after that concert. Yeah, that's very true. I want to interject really quickly mm-hmm. since we're talking about Got Seven and disbandments. Um, so someone uh, responded to our call out um, to 
this particular topic and how they feel about forcing their relationship. On Twitter, Sachi <laughs> at Real Deaf Souls says, okay, if I mess this up, soul. I'm sorry. Um, I am not Marie. I'm not a theater major. <laughs> My lines may get messed up. Okay, so she says, I'm looking over here because it's over here. Okay. I feel like after Got7 left JYP, I hadn't enjoyed K-pop as much, but I still forced myself to listen over and over again to like certain popular songs. I found myself taking a break and listening to other genres like rock, EDM, R&B, and came back when I found songs I thought were really interesting. I think as a fan since second generation, I've had a hard time sticking with groups, picking a bias, looking at their variety shows, and now just instead focusing on the music and dance more. I'm with her because I yeah. joined in second gen, gen as well, not as a hardcore stan of any group, just listening to K-pop in general. And that was just the best times. It was so simple. I mean, um, now I'm in the cult. I mean, I'm in the cult. <laughs> The the, the the hobby, the okay, pop cult. <laughs> um, yeah. but I I feel her, um, especially since like it sounds like, I mean, her at name is Real Deaf Soul, so I I know where yeah. her alliances line, <laughs> but um, I can I can tell that she was also like more like Marie, like hold on, these people mean so much to me, and they're about mm-hmm. to be gone. Not saying, and it sucks when people are like, oh, they'll still be on the internet. Like, I still see Elle doing, you know, she's still doing her thing. Yeah. Everybody's still doing her thing. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's different. different. It's just different. They're no I fell in love with their personalities. Together. Yeah. Them together. You, you fell in love with them as a whole. You fell yeah. in love with the unit that is GOT7. Mm-hmm. And to separate that, now it's kind of like, you get Jin Young, but you don't get that Jin Young Jackson yes. interaction. You don't get that Bam Yugium. You know, you don't get yeah. those things anymore. Which is interesting. Yeah. Hold on, I'm just put this out there. I don't think they feature on each other's stuff. They do. They do. They do dance challenges together. No, right. no, 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 no. I'm they, talking they, about they, a musically. Song. No, no. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, there is no. I they, don't. I find it weirder that JB and Yugim don't feature on each other's things. They're, yes, they're, they're company separate companies, well, but they just say company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That, that that's the weirdest one for me because I'm like, uh, Mr. Park, can't you just make a just two? Part <laughs> that's two. what we were all waiting for. That's what, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> um, but but back to the the per, uh, real deaf soul, it is a kind of. You know, I'm a step away. I need to reevaluate. I'm a pause. Mm-hmm. I'm a pause. I'm gonna go listen to something else, and then I'm gonna come back and see. And yeah. I think that's kind of a version of forcing the relationship when you're, and then stepping back from that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's yes, like yes, you yes. you take a step back from the relationship and actually see. Oh, is this something I want to stay in? Do I want to mm-hmm. stay in this relationship mm-hmm. anymore? And my question okay, is for so people who are solo stands, what do you do? Girl, Girl, I don't know how they survive in life. Girl. Girl. Let <laughs> let let us know. If you're a solo stand and you've gone through this, I want to know what the next steps were because yeah. I was I want to know what broken. your steps are for older groups because not everybody's super junior, okay? Not everybody can stay together. Yeah, that like long. I want to know about those solo stands of like Wonder Girls. Like where y'all at? 
Yeah. Like, are y'all okay? What are you doing? Are you You got kids? You got, what happened like, when FX disbanded? Like, how did people feel wait, they were, they're like, they're technically major? not disbanded, though. They, I, they're, are they? I know they sent letters. What, what I did don't know. Do? I, just just want, I just want answers. If we got solo stands of groups, yeah. we're not yeah, let us judging. Know. I just want to know what y'all did. Okay, I want to quickly touch on morals. <laughs> Um, and values and how sometimes idols unintentionally or on purpose do something that hurts you to your core because it it is a part of you. Let I'm going to give an example. It didn't hurt me, but I'm going to give an example. So was it who, who was it, Marie? We talked about this. It was 80s. 80s had two songs coming out and we got to people got to vote on which song. Oh. They wanted it to was, hear. It was the thanks and um, mm-hmm. yeah. other thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Other it was. Our, it was their lovely leader. Here. <laughs> huh? It said it was their lovely leader. Hung yes, the lovely hung, leader. Hung, I always butcher butcher his name. So Hun, just, Hun Jung. Hun Jung. Hun Jung. Hun Jung. Hun Jung. I can't say no names. I'm sorry. First of all, okay. Oh, second, he was getting so much hate. Over the style choice, which may not have been his say of wearing, I think he had braids. I don't think it was a bandana thing. Yeah, I think it was just braids. And like, he had cornrows. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, the song is fantastic. Why is everybody stuck on him wearing cornrows? Like, anybody can wear cornrows. These days, there are very few things that are sacred and cornrows ain't it i understand the history of them and um me being me it it should not bother me because it it doesn't change anything about myself it just means they they like it and they want to be like me so i mean feel free to come in (laughs) the door is (laughs) open baby but in all seriousness there's certain things like that and it could be more egregious, like copying a culture, like a certain as- aspects of Indian culture or Native American culture and it being offensive. But then there's little things um, like what I just mentioned that people will literally either split their fandom. So not mm-hmm. like that one person or leave altogether because it's just they went too far. <laughs> I, ha- I have one. Yeah. Yes. Starving a family and having a child. Oh yes, yes. Can can we can we talk about that? Because um because of that something. Because of that, people like me who sometimes gives into consumerism, uh-huh. I can no longer buy an EXO fan kit box because Korean EXO fans have decided that Chen is the worst man in the world for having a wife and kids. And they have sent so much hate that the company has decided we are no longer having fan clubs and you can't buy into this. So, and yeah. Yeah. They burned it. all his, they burned all of his merch in front. Like they did of uh, the, uh, LeBron yeah. when he the went from the heat yes. to the calves. They burned yes. his Basically. stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Y'all bought that. He didn't buy that. And right, that was enough to turn him. people away. Like, like I don't want to be an EXO fan anymore. I'm not an EXO well because. Oh, you got- yeah. But you know what, what? I also love? Yeah. But I do love this, though. Yeah. He went and had another baby. <laughs> he like, said, you know what? He growing that family. I'm going to be petty I, and double I'm, I'm down. A, I'm, exactly. I am but so fact- unbothered. I'm going to go make <gasps> what another What about Bobby? Yes. 
Can anyone? Uh, oh. Iconics are. We're so happy. No, Iconics, okay, great. All I saw was no. positive. Yeah. Okay. So I saw positive as well. But here is the reasoning for the positive. Positive. Uh-oh. They said because Bobby said sorry, they accepted his baby. Because Chen did not say sorry to XOLs, they felt they felt wronged. Maybe it's because I follow mostly international <laughs> iconics. Yeah, no, that I, I, everybody was like, no, Bobby, all, no, international and Korean iconics were very like, thank you for saying, thank you for apologizing. We understand. We will stand by you. But they said because he apologized, because he stepped forward. Mind you, his baby was due like a week after he announced. Yeah. First of all, I'm, I need more tea. Okay, Bobby. Bobby, I need you to release more information. You but, see my no, future but husband. It's a very, but... it's a double standard. <laughs> it's it how is. the same scandal can affect two different fandoms and make people leave. Like you had like. For a fan to believe that these grown ass adults. Oh, can you say it one more time for the people in the back? Grown <laughs> ass adults are not partaking in grown ass activity. Mm-hmm. It's very ignorant on them. Mm-hmm. And for that to affect how they feel about the music, I really don't care that Bobby got married and have a baby. I'm mad that I don't have you- a chance anymore. That- <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm done. I mean, I you could have had a chance. He come to Virginia a lot, right? I'm <laughs> down the street. <laughs> but no, for that to affect your, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna listen to the music anymore because I can't sexually imagine myself with them. It's stupid. But also, that is a part of K-pop fantasy. Like you will. Because of there the way is they, no fandom, they, it's only fantasy. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm, I need to change the title of the podcast. <laughs> there is no fandom. It's only um, fantasy. Let me write that down for another podcast. <laughs> there is no fandom. It is fantasy. That fantasy. is true. That is fact. Um, I guess where we stand with this is I think as you get older, a lot less shit bothers you. Yes. Because you realize, oh, oh, that's me too. But I mm-hmm. think. Also, if you live with a certain standard in K-pop, you also can't give up that standard. So people who Mm -hmm. believe that Mm -hmm. all idols shouldn't date, then they're going to have that standard where when someone does date, it hurts them and they don't want to consume it. But for us, Mm -hmm. we're like, you know, we we got lives and they got lives and we hope that they live them. So it's really weird to me. um, But it is a good reason for that person to force to their relationship with the rest of the group because of that one person did wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, B.I. had the whole scandal thing happen with him, and I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of fans left at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Stray kids is Stray kids are losing yeah. fans left and right because of the bullying scandal. Yeah, and then you mm-hmm. have G Idol, G Silent G Idol, yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> and they got rid of their bullying member. And, Which is crazy. And then they disbanded. Um, who else? There was another group. Not, it was a CIA. AOA. Yeah, AOA had a bully. There was a. Every, everybody had a bully. At everyone one. had a bully. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. People who had D, uh, DUI. DUI. AB6 had the DUI. Yes, that was what it so, was. So mm-hmm. that brings into another question like, 
do you stay with a group or listening to the music when your favorite um, member leaves? For me, I like Icon still, but it's mm-hmm. hard to it's hard to listen without Bi. Girl, <laughs> I am the just exact because, opposite. <laughs> just because they're not producing the same amount of they're not producing the same quality music as they once were. Well, I think the biggest loss with BI in my eyes is literally his ability to produce albums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in terms of sound quality, I I mean, well, they're still doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're still doing the same stuff. But in, in terms of content, I am so happy that I get to hear the rest of the members voices more. Oh yeah. Because, you know, June has, or June has a beautiful voice but because bi also took two different roles Mm -hmm. you heard him a lot on the track versus the rest of you know jay 100 and Mm -hmm. it kind of bothered me because i'm like yeah bi you're great but so are they let's hear more of them but it also changed the dynamic of the group like you said mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to switch between the two before when bi was there it was a very bi bobby show yeah. Yes. And you know, you had the vocalist, you had June, you had Jay, mm-hmm. they sang, mm-hmm. and you know, I agree with you that, you know, with um with BI not there, it gives everybody else a uh, opportunity to shine or take center. But at the same time, the songs just don't have that. Mm, yeah, that, he had a thing. very good touch when it came to producing their songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a, a very iconic, I <laughs> see what I did there, very iconic <laughs> style of producing just for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess if you're a solo stand, don't forget to hit us up and let us know what, what, what you got, what you're going to do. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to hear from BTS solo stands. I I I'm just I'm just intrigued by them. Um, when that world goes up in flames because they are going to join the military. Because right now Jin is dipping and dodging that draft leather that he knows his mama got at home, and he just like ah, not he ain't messing Hello? with it. Hello, uh, is Jin there? Mom, no, oh, get the phone. No, tell them. So. <laughs> when they finally go to the military, I would like to know what people are going to do. And if I'm, I, I will not wish this. When if something happens and they decide to disband in the future, what is going to happen? Like I, honestly, I'm intrigued. Army, army is scary, and things are yeah. going to things are going to change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, I want that for them because they it, tired. I, I would I would think they are like is it is June it not is exhausting? Literally wrote the letter apologizing for being tired. First of all, he is what is it masochist or sadist? Which one like say, say this say this? They had to force him off the stage because he was yawning during the concert because he was he so tired. Love I remember when I first got into the fandom, he wanted to be scolded for yes. not working harder, and I was just like. Yes. Uh, that's my best. That's what he stop does. it. <laughs> I watched a thing where they, and it's not just BTS. It's no. literally every K-pop group. Yes, they until are they are run into the ground. They are constantly apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not that good. Or I promise to be better. I'm like, 
You're if the, you wasn't yes. good, baby, I'd tell you. Oh, so, yes. Don't apologize. We are on the internet. <laughs> we have no problem with <laughs> being anonymous and saying, baby, you suck. <laughs> exactly. But, no, it, I think the problem is people are used I think they're used to their fans giving them that push, whether it's negative or positive for a lot of groups to be like, mm-hmm. do better, be better. But also, what does that even mean? Like, or give us more. Keep giving give, us more. Yeah. Keep don't. What if the boy's in the hospital, but how are you going to produce an album? L- <laughs> let them rest. OK, OK, OK. We, we have so much to cover. OK, I got more. I got more. You guys. All right. So. Do you still want, let's say you fall out, you're out, you're like, I'm at the end point, like, oh, I'll still listen to the songs like before, but I'm not indulging in other things, you know, that type of answer. No new music. No new music. Do you want a return on your investment? The concerts? What do you mean by that? I mean by well, that? You spend a lot of time, money, effort. Um, you create a lot of relationships, fake ones or real ones. I'm talking about these these ships and pairings and things. Um, but like sometimes when you buy something, you want it to work double time mm-hmm. when it is depreciated to the point where it's like, does this hold any value? So you mm-hmm. want to make it have value. Mm-hmm. I want this song. You know what? I'm going to continue to listen because I want them to work for my money now. I want to return on all the things that I did. I want you to to double down, do even better to deserve the love that I give. I feel like a lot of people who are turning away from K-pop kind of turn into that person. Not spiteful, but kind of angry that they've done so much and now you leave me or now you're not producing as much music or, oh, you got a baby? Mm -hmm. Good for you. Where's my album? You know? (laughs) So VIPs, Big Bang fans. (laughs) First of all, I mean, <laughs> we are hard. We are having a hard time out here. Okay, let's not talk about that. Okay, I mean, but no, I get, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, I, I feel like the things that you get, like the albums I've collected, the contests I've gone to, those are all memories and experiences that I will be able to look back on and cherish later. So that is my return on my investment is that time and effort I put into that and all the stuff I loved about what I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's what the return of the investment is. Like, do I expect them to do more? Nah, I bought this because I wanted it at that time. There was a reason I purchased it. I right. went to that concert because I wanted to. I I I guess I'm kind of in that place. Not in the sense that I want them to do better for my investment sake, but I get more of a buyer's remorse. Ooh. In of um outlook on it, mm-hmm. I've spent, mind you, I've only been to K-pop since 2017. Mm-hmm. I literally have over 200 albums. <sighs> Why do I have over 200 albums? Because I bought into the machine. Yeah, the right. machine. I bought yeah. into the, the thing. Yeah, right. They're like, you need to have every version of this album. I'm like, yes, okay. Yes, yeah, I, I do. Give me all the photo cards. <laughs> Let me go get okay. Them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now I'm at the point where I kind of came to this realization about a year ago when mm-hmm. I spent all my COVID money on K-pop and COVID over now, and I have no money to show for it. And I'm sitting here and I'm just like, damn, I spent a lot of money yeah. on a lot of things that are not mm-hmm. doing anything for me. Right. So it kind mm-hmm. of made me upset with K-pop and I... 
I I get this kind of angst about it now when I, when groups are coming out with new albums. I'm like, again, again. <laughs> and i'm just like more versions (laughs) right i get this i get this like uh and now i'm i actually had a conversation with a friend today and she was talking about merch that was dropping and i'm just Mm -hmm. like is this functional is can i do something can i fit it there needs to be a checklist when buying stuff what does it do for me right like does it have all these things i actually did buy a piece of merch today i brought Mm -hmm. A Stray Kids face mask strap because I like face strap yeah. face mask straps. Very popular I will in Korea. use that every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I get to have my consumerism fandom box checked off, and I get my functionality checked mm-hmm. off. But again, I'm at the point. I'm. It's very different from where I was four years ago, where yeah. I'm just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. I love everybody. I love mm-hmm. everything, and now I'm just like. For me, I have been very selective where I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I don't think I invested enough in the groups that no longer are producing things and they won't have those things again. So I I feel like I'm having uh, window shopping remorse (laughs) Uh, (laughs) because, okay, so you know that um, the first full was an NCT 127 album, 127 album. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's 2018. Yeah. yeah, I had a chance to buy that, and I was like, "Oh, I don't need it." And I wasn't—I think the only albums I had at the time was Got Seven, and I was, now I'm like, "That's one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. ever." Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the Neo Culture track is forever yeah. my favorite song, you know. <laughs> Neo, um, and they don't back. say nothing on it, <laughs> but I don't get a chance to buy that again. They're not like BTS where they they have a backlog of. All those albums out of you know? print is the worst thing it is ever. Beautiful. I, I spent even sixty dollars on an out of print seventeen album. Girl, secondhand. The, okay, this this one time, my first K-pop album was actually going to be a BAP album, and it's called Noir, and mm-hmm. it was their best album, um, and it was their I think second only second full album or maybe the first. Either way, I bought it from, it was from Korea, right? Girl, it got lost. And they were like, we don't have any more. And I'm like. We still be looking for that album. I'm like, yes. No, seriously. Every time we go someplace, we still look for that album. I'm not even lying. Like, it it burns a part of my soul. Um, And it kind of, I guess it fuels my relationship. Not saying that I want a return on investment in terms of like, I spent too much. Now I need functionality, which is nine times out of 10, how I look at things, but it's on the other uh, end of the spectrum. Like I spent so much love. I'd have mm-hmm. nothing to show for it. Mm. Yes. That's a, that's a that's good a way. The you only want you, you want something, you want something tangible that you can show. I spent all these hours dedicating yeah. my life to yeah. this, these seven, five to seven men sometimes 23 and yes. you, you don't have anything i have zero i have the zero only ones, from them and they just changed my life the only ones i regret not getting are the signed albums from m-wave because <gasps> i found out all of these albums i could have been purchasing yeah. which were affordable signed albums verifiable i'm like yeah, yeah i mean I the shipping is what makes it not affordable but yes yes yeah and yes. now but here's the thing now that 
K-pop is coming. You know how sometimes in horror movies, there are like waves of, you know, everybody's into horror, then everybody's not into horror. Yeah. Yeah. We're in this, you know, second coming of K-pop of sense (laughs) now. I like that. Yeah. Everybody's about it. You know, Mm. back in 2012 to that second gen era, everybody was about it. Big Bang, Super Junior, 21, Psy, all that. We're in this new Hollywood wave, you know, led by BTS and all that. Now everybody's about it. All the things are not available. Mm -hmm. They are being produced more. Yes, I can go to Target and get an album. But now also when I go to Target, I have to be wary that somebody's going to slit the plastic and take the photo card Mm -hmm. out. (gasps) No way. Yeah. yeah, That happens all the time. They have to start putting them in plastic um, containers because people were going through. I know they do that for video games, but... I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, because <gasps> now everybody, <laughs> everybody about it. So now, when those M Wave albums are released, yeah, you know, you got twenty minutes to get to the album. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You, you so, never. Oh God, <laughs> I, I guess it goes both ways. You fuel your love of K-pop. You're forcing your relationship even more to get the return on the love that you spent, but nothing to show. Yeah. And then the opposite mm-hmm. end, where you realize there isn't really a function anymore because we don't have CD players that much. It's not no, the point. And computers if you ever play your either. albums on a CD player, which I do sometimes in my laptop, it sounds so good. Like playing on I this went and CD. bought a CD player to play my it K-pop album. It sounds albums. so good. I'm like, wow, this is even better than streaming. Like, if you get a chance, you should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's another thing. <clears throat> uh, negative people stay negative, and they focus on the negative, but they still say they're a K-pop fan. Are you still a K-pop fan if you're a negative? If... if the group that you once loved, now you're on the opposite spectrum. Not saying Sa saying we're going far enough to send period blood or something. <laughs> yes, it happened. It's happened. But on oh. the end of like, oh, you know, Jay Park, like he used to be better when I, when that song, this particular song, he put out that song when he was doing his R&B kick. He was better then. So I'm going to just keep it listening to that. Um, yeah, I'm on his Twitter. Hey, Jay, you should... um. <sighs> make more R&B songs because rapping's not your thing but I'll still listen to your old stuff yeah that's um, that's the negative I'm talking I'm, about I'm I'm slightly guilty of that sometimes oh. I will admit oh. Oh. I, I will admit I'm slightly guilty not in the sense that right. I'm gonna go to the artist and say something like that to them because mm. that's just rude but mm. I am one of those fans again I I'm tired of dragging BTS into this but I am one of those fans that are like, I prefer their older sound than the well, newer Well, we're in the same sound. boat, but... But right. you can prefer their older sound and not drag them. Yeah, what I'm saying is those it. people that... Uh, I'm using Jay Park as a prime example because he gets dragged a lot for whatever he does. He could sneeze and someone's like... Um, the way you sneeze now, can you <laughs> go back to terrible. the R and B? You know, like he's had you, and they're like, "No, you used to do had you." I feel, you know, you. Like, <laughs> uh, I feel like it's a fine line for people when it comes to negativity. And I had said mm-hmm. said this before: people need to be careful after they are no longer in love with the group and they start mm-hmm. becoming an anti and just being negative about everything mm-hmm. that they're saying. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, you did love that group. Yeah. At one point, there was something about them that you did love and that you mm-hmm. supported and you wanted to be a part of that fandom and you wanted to be a part of whatever they were doing. 
And if you're going to decide, okay, I no longer like them anymore, that's perfectly fine. You have no obligation to stay in love with the group. You have no obligation to continue supporting a group. If you don't like them anymore, you don't like them anymore. That's cool. But you don't need to go drag them online or start bringing up negative things or negative aspects about them. Because what if somebody else is trying to fall in love with them and they're trying to start that relationship with the group? And now because of the negativity that you put out there, they no longer are interested or they start finding other things. They go through a black hole and it's like, okay, maybe not. Because for some people, myself included, this music and these groups for certain people in certain times have helped my mental health. They've helped me through Mm -hmm. some dark times where I'm like, I need somebody and I didn't feel like I had someone to turn to. And I can go to this music and help myself get better. And that might be what's happening for somebody else. And if you stop that progress by throwing in negativity there, then you might have just derailed somebody from something that could have been great for their own mental health or for something that could have been great with them finding friends or all of these other experiences that are now ruined because you decided to be negative. Uh, I agree with you in the sense like there's certain songs that hold a special light or memories that hold a special light that can never be replaced, but by someone's negative attitude towards something that you love can also turn off a new fan from that discovery that you had. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, the finding friends or um, fandoms and stuff, negative comments will stop people from in- getting the benefits mm-hmm. of that certain thing. Like I would say, let's say gossip and fandom. For the most part, I have had nothing but positive experiences with mm-hmm. those people. And what if it's that one negative Nancy and you're new to the fandom and she's like, no, if you t- if you like this and this and it will turn you off from engaging with other people. And then you miss mm-hmm. a vital component of being a K-pop fan. Yep. And I guess with that is and I'll, I'll ask this again later, but Marie, yes. do you feel like it is more time consuming than fun or is it still fun? Um, for me, because of the situation we're in, mm. it is a little bit more time consuming because I'm listening to more for a professional stance mm. and I'm trying to find my love back into the music the way I used to. Mm. Can't lie though, Stray Kids has been a group that's made me enjoy the music again. Um, but it's not just that it's the music that is what made me fall in love with K-pop. I fell in love with the personalities mm-hmm. of GOT7 mm-hmm. and then got into the music from there. That's right. I am falling in love with Stray Kids because I've always liked their music, but I love their personalities. Yeah. And then with that, adding on to the, Oi Felix, that video. Oi I Felix. exactly what video it Come was. Come here, bro. It was, yes, <laughs> them and then... Um, Chan and Felix playing Monopoly. That and no, was it? No, it was a dorks. was it Monopoly? It or no Uno? No, yeah, Uno. that was such cute. Because reverse, reverse. <laughs> um, you take four. You take, yeah. So that is what made me be yeah. like, oh, I started. I was laughing so hard, and I was like, this is why I liked K-pop. It was their personalities yeah. that dragged me in. Can't like their music is amazing. Yeah. Um, but the combination of that, so. It, it's a slow, it's a slow process coming back to it. It's it's now becoming fun again. Yeah, because I, I found groups that make it fun. Well, yeah, we're in similar situations with it. Um, I do. I, I completely understand. Like watching certain videos and falling in love with the personalities is why 
I chose certain groups. They may not be like the perfect group or their songs may not be popular. But uh, a good example for me is um, two groups is Masa X and NCT. NCT puts out such great side videos like their shows like Johnny's Communication Center or their late night show or they just did a, a basketball skit. Um it made me laugh. It made me feel good. It made me be like, oh, best friends. And then as for like uh, Masa X watching X-Ray, if you guys have not had yes. the pleasure of watching that, watch X-Ray. It is so great. And it makes me love them even more. So even if like there's a mm-hmm. song on the album I don't particularly like, it doesn't change how much I love them and want to support mm-hmm. them. So now as a business owner and consuming it on the other end, I can see how reactors or um, podcasters or anyone else who is engaging in this content gets tired and feels like it's mm-hmm. time consuming and no longer fun to the point you they disappear. I remember um, certain uh, reactors just leaving be like, yeah, I'm no longer having fun with this. I don't want to do it anymore. Or I no longer want to do K-pop or and then also the the people in your comments can also drive that away. People being, ne- I mean, we mm-hmm. are lucky enough to have great people in our comments. <laughs> yes. We also don't touch controversial subjects too often. So, you know, I mean, we're, we will. we're pretty lucky so far. Um, we'll see how long our luck lasts. No, but seriously, it I, I do read some comments. I'm like, why would you say that? Of course, I'm going to stop doing this because you're being rude. Like I'm I'm recording myself or I'm doing this because this is so much fun. And now you're taking that away from me. And that's yeah, not I fair. Why. I don't want to do this anymore. Or they'll transform their relationship. Uh, I think JRE mm-hmm. is a really good example because he has his podcast now and he does yep. reactions a lot less than he used to. And it might be because of COVID, but also it's his level of engagement has changed because the way he needs to consume K-pop has changed. Um, mm-hmm. So is this still fun? I <laughs> Okay. I was doing spinning. I was, I was riding my stationary bike <laughs> and listening to NCT and having so much fun <laughs> dancing and just like riding along, you know, got to work out. But also, we we do reactions, we do vlogs, we do these podcasts where we have to do uh, things a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like it's hard. Some days I I do find it time consuming, but today I was having a girl. I forgot what time it was. You know, um, Nikki, I had asked uh, mm-hmm. Marie. Oh, I heard you. Oh, okay, girl. <laughs> she had oh, disappeared kind of. on us, y'all. She now she point. back. <laughs> kind okay, of. Um, I, I I was listening to you guys talk about, you know, is it time consuming or are fun still? Um, for me, uh, it's hard to kind of address that because, like us, and like you mentioned, JRE, we now consume things in from both a fun or recreational. That's the word. Mm, Recreational standpoint versus a work standpoint. Yeah. I used to be a book blogger. 
I used to I need me to go and my read best some friend blogs about books because I love me some <laughs> books, girl. <laughs> me and my best friend had created a book blog because we both loved YA books and romance mm-hmm. books and everything. Mm-hmm. And I needed to get my opinion out about mm-hmm. stuff. So we decided to start a blog. It was just for fun. And then it wasn't. We <laughs> I felt like I had to review certain books to keep certain relationships with authors. Mm -hmm. I had to give a skewed view of something that I probably wouldn't like, but I kind of had to not go in on it because if I gave it a negative review, that would affect how many books I would get in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just became not fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And it, and then, excuse me, just kind of like content creators, in today's age, you constantly have to be uploading and have to always be on that pulse of things. I Mm -hmm. got tired. I was tired. Unless you make it fun, connected. Right. (laughs) No, but yeah. So when I got into K-pop, I want to say, so in 2017, I basically had a year and a half of just exploring. Mm. Then I was like, wait, I got to get into this. So I made a blog with one of my other good friends mm. and I still do it today. And then What is that COVID, blog? I didn't, oh, I didn't catch that name. Oh, that blog is called uh, unbotheredunnies.com. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Yes. So I run that and then COVID happened and then I came to the beautiful connected here <laughs> yes. and, yes. you know, I, I still, I still have that recreational enjoyment of K-pop. Like if I hear Stray Kids is coming out with a new album, I'm like, oh girl, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, but then at the same time, I'm like, do I have to listen to all these new musics that are coming mm-hmm. out this week to mm-hmm. give my opinion? Because sometimes I just don't want to talk about it i just want to live just in it enjoy it right and it's kind of hard i that's when the burnout comes yeah when mm-hmm. you're you're oversaturating your sponge yes <laughs> and it starts to soak up too much Look at these, and like, then you don't analogies and metaphors i, I, I live in metaphors it's because i was a literature major oh, I <laughs> kind of okay. major. that makes sense Yes. I'll, I, she's going to be on the fanfic episode. Continue. Oh, God. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you tend to, it goes back into the whole thing. When I first got into K pop, you said X, you said Monster X X Ray. Those were the things that I started loving about these groups. I loved mm-hmm. the reality because you got to see their personality. With these fourth gen groups, you don't see that, especially now the ones that are coming out post COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. Mm-hmm. She's right. Okay, they're just gonna call me a BTS auntie, and I hate it, but I'm not. But groups Hard. like BTS have shown these companies, I don't need to invest all this money and put a reality oh. show out to sell albums. They're yeah. gonna sell albums regardless. All yeah. I need is a TikTok account. Oh, and I'm good. Oh, but and that's a dance not showing challenge. us who they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I never thought of it that way, Nikki, but what? I think you're right. Like it's, I don't know. Who I don't any know if it's because of 
COVID, but I'm also not on TikTok. Um, so, or at least not for K-pop. Right. So I don't know what their, you know, style of, of posting is, but I do I, see that the content is very different. Like I don't know who any of these new kids are. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you who Juhan is. I can tell you what kind of person he is. I can tell you what kind of person I can tell you what kind of person Johnny is. I'll give you the exact episode of Johnny's Communications Center you should watch. Hey, I I can tell you. He the kind of person that leave you in a Target. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And those are the things. And and I feel like things like that is what spreads K-pop to other people. Because I would watch an episode of something. Like, I, I watched... EXO Showtime and I told my friend to watch EXO Showtime. They fell in love with EXO. I told my friend to watch that zombie episode of BTS. That's now one she of the best about episodes. That BTS. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You 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 no don't necessarily spread the music. Yeah. You spread the artist. Yeah. And the package. Yeah. And that's what spreads everything else. I love but, that. No, I well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's maybe how we do it. Actually, you know what? I lied. Because I do think BTS, that's how they spread. Yeah. Because yeah, people would share American like hustle. memes and, and a, I mean, American yeah. hustle. But, but like, like it, all of that. Most about of them. their content that people talk about is their, their show. Like, oh, did you see Run right. BTS? Exactly. Yeah. I used to every Tuesday sit on the bus on my way to work looking at that V Live, watching Run, but then it got too much. I couldn't keep up. Cause then everybody had something. V Live yep. Dang, that's another topic. That's a whole other topic. But Got Seven's hard carry, and I don't know what show yeah. they had. Got Seven yeah. had a whole show Re- on real, Netflix. The real Got Seven. The, the real Got Seven. That's how I got into That's how I got into Got Seven. And then, and then you have your idols go on Korean variety, variety shows. shows. And, yep. I loved Jackson yeah. from and watching the, Roommates. You know that is no how one I found go- Got Seven. Right. So it's a roommate. Yeah. Those things are what makes you, I hate using this word because I still feel like a newbie in K-pop, but I'm nostalgic for a time mm-hmm. of four years ago, you know? Yeah, no, well, you're right. I think it's not four years ago. A anymore. vital component <laughs> that is lacking these days. And even going beyond that, these variety shows have changed too because of mm-hmm. the the ways the companies want to handle their groups. And so they're mm-hmm. less candid about themselves or the person because of scandals. Like JB, I met JB a long time ago <laughs> on a, a dating show. Oh yeah. Uh, called Romantic and the Idol or Idol and the Romantic. You and have he was, watched that? Yes. <laughs> he, I still he, need to It was watch when that. he was in um, the JJ project. This is before Got7 was formed. And that was so messy. It was so messy, but that's because they didn't have like people watching them 24-7 about what they say or what they do. It was very fun. Like um, there was a couple of members from other groups that may not be around anymore. But now that I think about it, I'm like, dang, I looked up certain people because of that show. And I Mm -hmm, wanted to see more of that. I looked up Jackson because of Roommate. And if I didn't watch that show, I would not be into GOT7. Like... I watched the show because of 21 and then the scandal happened. But then Jackson joined the cast later and he literally right. just took me by storm and like, who is this? Then I found his friends, you know, <laughs> and I was like, who's his friends, you know? Yeah. Um, so, no, 
Nikki, that is a really key component of what changes your relationship from fun to time consuming because you no mm-hmm. longer can consume what makes it fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I want to read this last comment from one of our connects on Discord. And um, I guess it, it is all encompassing of all the things that we've talked about. 17. So VC17 says, the way I've personally experienced this is by feeling like I've consumed all of a group content to be considered a good fan. Like I've realized that I've just came because I wanted to watch the group and I didn't watch their variety shows or didn't keep up with V lives. And it doesn't make me a bad fan. We all have our own definitions of a good fan, but I've tried to throw that out the window. I'm still working on it, to be honest. I love a lot of groups, so it's become physically impossible to keep up with everything all the time. And I think the only area I feel like I used to watch things just because everyone else did, and when I really wasn't interested in keeping up with every single thing, Mm -hmm. it's fine. Don't get me wrong. I love consuming content, but only when I want to put my time into it. If I don't feel like watching something, I won't force myself like I did in the past because I thought it was going to make me seem like a bad fan. Cool. I messed some of that up, but it was fantastic. 110%. I I completely agree with everything that was said. Yes. Because like, when did in the, is it in the soup? In the soup. Yes. Yeah. In the soup. I just watched that like yesterday. And I'm like, it's been out for a while. Okay. And so I'm like, I waited until I was like, okay, this is a time where I feel like I, I, I've missed them a little bit. Let me get something new. And so I watched the new season. And you can't, if I watched everything that came out for every group, uh, I would have no time to do anything. Mm-hmm. I I did the same thing recently. I watched that show on youtube the creators that bts was a guest star of where they basically played games and it was my first time watching something they had done in so long and i i felt like so good but then i realized oh crap there's they're already on 150 something episodes of run let's not like when did that that. happen i remember the last episode i watched because i was tired Okay, i will say the benefit of shows like hard carry or x-ray um I, well, I can't say that for NCT because they have a lot of stuff. But for those particular shows, it is a compact season. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a stopping point where you could be right. like, I'll pick up the next season when I'm ready to watch. Run, I guess you can consume it in seasons. They, they have it in seasons, I guess. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> but but it but she's right when she said that it's impossible to keep up with everything yeah all the time especially as a multi as a multi it is like i i see notifications for going 17 i want to watch it so bad mm-hmm. but i've never watched it before in my life and i'm the kind of person that can't start something when unless it's already- you start at the beginning yeah and i'm yeah. like but where's the beginning like, you know girl <laughs> i'd be like give me the cliff notes <laughs> what happened I, re- I realized something the other day when i tried to get my friend into monster x and i made her watch um no mercy mm-hmm. and then i i was like okay so once you finish no mercy you have to start this reality show that they did apparently there was a one there was one in the middle between no mercy and their official one 
X-ray? that I had never seen. What no. X-ray came much later. It was some other thing. Girl, I got to do and- research. Don't tell me I'm missing some Monica <laughs> X content. Right? And then you feel like, <laughs> and then it goes into that guilt of shit. I am sorry. No, I you're fine. A- we are adults. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> um, shit, Like, you start feeling like, damn, I, what kind of fan am I that yeah. I've missed something? Girl, mm-hmm. I hate that we have to say that. What kind of fan yeah. am I? Dang, yeah. I didn't watch this. I used to watch everything. What kind of fan am I? I didn't go to their concert. But, you know, like but I, mm-hmm. I agree with seven. I agree with VC seventeen that you know, just because you don't consume one thing, does not make you any less of a fan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just because you, I will even double down on that. Just because you don't belong to a fandom doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't listen to an artist and enjoy their music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the main giveaway for the fandom aspect of this. Like, don't worry about the fandom. That's not important because mm-hmm. you'll listen to a plethora of other artists in other parts of the world where this doesn't mm-hmm. even apply to. And it I doesn't feel like matter. you don't need to know every member's name to enjoy. You sure a song. don't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you sure don't because there is plenty. And I think of, that's a misconception songs. with K-pop because a lot of the times the way we got into K-pop was we listened or saw a video and we're like, well, who that, who that, who that. Mm-hmm. And Girl, then that kind of opens the I'm door old because I I'll be looking at the I, video. I'm like, I'm sure that one's JB. I didn't find out <laughs> that there was those videos that you could watch. It's like this is this member. Here's some iconic. Oh, the unofficial guides, or even I the, used um, to use that. What's the website we go to to see like the K profiles? The K profile mm-hmm. that wasn't a thing all the time. So no. like, or it wasn't I just didn't know it was there. I would literally watch stuff just to remember their names. On my own because I felt like that's the way you remember things. You yeah. remember when groups used to do dance practices and they had their names on <laughs> their um, chest? I feel like let's bring that back. <laughs> let's well, let's be like really technological with it because everybody knows how to use Premiere Pro by now. Um, <laughs> put their name, let their name follow them when they're like a center or something. For a little bit, but right? oh, that's you know. Someone, someone asked me, "Who's the center of BTS?" And I couldn't answer. I was like, Marie, do you know the answer?" Uh, Find out next time on Ultimate K-pop stand. I'm just- <laughs> honestly, yes, that's a plug. That game will be coming soon. Um, oh my god! Technically, uh, I don't think they I actually can't. have a single center because right. it depends so- on the song. Right. So, you know, um, those kind of things of what we grew grew up in K-pop learning, you know, there is we were, a visual our infancy in K-pop. Right? There, you know, we're there's a center, there's a visual, there's a all these roles that people fit. I feel now in K-pop we're kind of I'm going to equate it to basketball cuz I'm into basketball these days. Basketball. Uh, it's a it's a uh, a roleless game where everybody can be everything. So um, I don't know where I was going with this analogy. It's fine, <laughs> but <laughs> basically we're old and it's hard to keep up. Yeah, well, not just it's just hard to keep up. It's it, twenty 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 is a hard year for K-pop fans because we're being bombarded yes, with 100%. a lot of stuff because of COVID, um, and that's another element. Imagine of falling if you out. were both. A girl group and a boy group stand. Oh, me. <laughs> oh. 
Okay. Well, there is one thing I wanted to ask you, and we'll end our conversation there. I want to thank the two participants that sent in their uh, two cents. Um, Def Soul, the real Def Soul <laughs> on Twitter, and VC17, who is in our community, which you should join by clicking on the Discord link on our website. Um, the last question I'm going to ask is, can you recover from falling out? Is, 110%. Can you recover? It's like I, any other relationship. Yeah, a 12-step program. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It might take some time. You might have to go through the withdrawal and all of those things, the hate, Mm -hmm. and come back around again. Forgiveness. Forgiveness, acceptance. (laughs) There was a spark that at one point got you into it, so that spark can be reignited. Stop. Mm -hmm. Look at her closing (laughs) us out like that. All I got to say. See, that's why I keep her on. That's that's why I keep her in the company because she has those (laughs) liners. And I'm like, wow, the sheer poetry of it all. Um, Thank you. I did want to mention something just to go back on what Nikki said. I was thinking about the the book thing and and how it relates to K-pop. If you're a book reader, it's the same thing with K-pop. If you are a fanfic reader... Regardless of what fandom you are reading, it's the same thing with K-pop. You are going to have a moment where you think this is time consuming. Stop, reevaluate your relationship and whether or not you should continue like anything else in your life, a job, a friend, a lover, uh, the dishes. And then <laughs> and then you would decide, OK, well, what is the functionality? What's the value? Does it still hold the same value? Mm-hmm. And you'll turn around and be like, yeah, this is something I fell in love with. Although now I'm a photographer, I may not like taking photos for my clients all the time because it's not the thing that I want to do, but I still like taking photos. It's just a different Mm -hmm. relationship. Um, So it's the same thing with K-pop. Just be more aware of when you feel fatigue so you're no longer forcing it at that point and give yourself a break. Be like, okay, NCT, like there's 4 billion of y'all and you released three albums in the last two days um, and there's 20 tracks. I just need some time to review it. I just need some time to myself and take a step back. It it doesn't harm you if you be real with yourself. I think Mm -hmm. that's what it is. Be real Uh, with yourself. Don't try to live up to other people's expectations of what it means to be a K-pop fan because you can only define that relationship. Yes. And remember... You put that parameters. Yeah. And remember, it's always okay to fall out of love with a group. There Mm. is never a reason for you to force yourself to do it. If you decide to stop liking a group or stop listening to their music, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Don't let anybody ever guilt you into saying, oh, well, you were supposed to, well, you did that. No. no. If you just, don't want to do it, don't do it. Just don't be an anti about it. Don't, don't be rude. Don't be an anti or an asshole. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll double down on that That needs statement. to be your shirt. Don't be an anti or <laughs> an, an, anti. an asshole. <laughs> God damn it. I gotta hop on that before somebody does it. <laughs> Um, so thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Forcing Your Relationship. I hope you got a lot of tea from this. I hope you you had some therapy, some connection therapy, if you will. Um, Marie, there are yes. things people need to do. What do they need yes. to do? So what you need to do mm-hmm. is one, 
like this video and go ahead and comment below if okay. you got any input mm-hmm. on what Double we did one. you know also hit that follow button um mm-hmm. but if you want to follow us on any of our social media accounts it's k-o-n-n-e-c-t-d-e-n-t if you add a dot com after that it'll take you to our website where you can find a link to our discord or you know the link is also down in that description below join the community join the conversation come and have fun with us it is open to anybody also if you want to you know give us some money donate to our patreon or not our patreon go donate to our coffee 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 i can't talk y'all it is late same shit <laughs> that. <laughs> that. Um, or join yes. our patreon we're gonna have more content coming out soon yes um yeah she's right there's a lot of uh content and other things coming so stay tuned and connect with us and hopefully we'll hear more people's opinions look for our social media posts to talk about the next topic so that you can call in or give us a comment about how you feel uh with that being said for me tandy and nikki and marie and sam who's not here uh connected over and out bye bye Thank you.